Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chef's Meal, where we talk about whatever and never and everything else in between. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. It's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything with Me podcast. You are listening to Chef Salty Pork's newest episode. Hello, hello. Hey. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? I am good. How was the, uh, the little trek back from work? Uh, it's not so bad. It's just like it's uh, the neighborhood I live in is uh, like a school zone. Oh, uh, okay. Many school zones. So it's like you're instead of going 60 kilometers per hour, you're going like 25. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of sucks and I can't find another shortcut. But, gotcha. you know, it is what it is. <laughs> are we Are we ready? I am ready. Okay. Let's do this. Let's let's do this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another podcast of the Chef's Meal. Today we are interviewing a little bit of everything with me starring Miss Angelica. Hello, hello. Oh, this is where the applause comes in. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I I've, I've been listening to uh, quite a few episodes of your podcast. Exactly like okay. There's a lot that we kind of need to go over, but tell me, tell me a little something about yourself and why did you start the podcast? Round one, fight. Well, I am from Toronto, Canada, and I was actually born here. My parents are from Nicaragua, Central America, and I do speak Spanish. That bien. And um, I. I love anything outdoors. I love sports. I used to play a lot in sports. Um, I love anything computers and tech. So I, I have like, I like a little bit of everything. Literally, that's the name of the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I like to travel. I don't travel very much, but I do like traveling as in taking little road trips because Canada is so big and I there's so many things that like, I still haven't gotten to see. And it's amazing when hear stories from friends like hey i visited this uh, city and then this province and you're just like oh man i gotta check it out mm-hmm. um i do like in my podcast i speak about how i have a learning disability um which traits of dyslexia as well so that's always been a everyday battle gotcha. but i try to reverse it into as a gift and hopefully help people out there kind of you know give some motivation um, I do suffer through PC- PCOS, which is a big thing that's happening now. It seems like it's it's every woman out there has it. And back in the day, no one had it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's obviously another struggle because it also affects your day. It affects, like, obviously in your relationship. It affects pretty much anything, right? Yeah, it does. And um, the reason why I did a podcast is because I felt like I had so much to say about different things. Mm-hmm. Um and what what else can I say? Like, I feel like I have this, since I can't really write, even though my dream is to obviously create a book in the future. Ooh, go book. Yeah. And um, I just want to be able to share people's different stories because I feel like we, instead of, I can't write, why not voice it? Yeah. No, so no, no. I'm, I'm was, with it. Yeah. And I felt like it was just appropriate to just, voice it out because um you know it's always been a struggle reading writing even during work like it's like i'm in the construction industry as well i'm a project administrator okay and you know when you're dealing with contracts and stuff like that sometimes like my mind's just like 
oh my god i'm not processing these two things like what are they actually saying so i think that's where the podcast comes in and kind of lets people in my life kind of get to know me a bit better mm. and also hopefully be able to upbring someone's spirits or change the way they think of things because like especially with my learning disability i feel like we don't have anything like appearance wise to let you know that we're you know i have a learning disability it's more okay. like the written part of stuff and you know how we wish visually and speak and all that stuff you can kind of pinpoint but a lot of people don't understand that so. yeah, yeah no unless you're in a position you really won't understand i actually had um one of my best friends growing up from high school he was um he had a, a writing disability. And it's not like to throw anybody off or anything, but mm -hmm. whenever, I, I never noticed it. He never mentioned it. Uh, but yeah. I kind of noticed when we were, I it was this was like ages ago, uh, we were writing yeah. something and he just kind of paused. I was like, hey, do, are, you, are you okay? He's like, no, no, it just takes me a little bit. And then I realized what was happening. I was like, oh, okay. And he was yeah. a little insecure about it. I was like, I'm not going to ask unless you want to talk about it. But now I understand exactly why and you know you're trying to put yourself into their shoes yeah it's not going to happen unless it's you know you you actually physically have it yourself also exactly and that's where i find like even throughout my you know career like you know we've all had different career paths and i feel like a lot of people I, i've just been fortunate where i've had an associate or upper management or somebody who was actually an english major so mm. i got to learn a lot from them and you know, I was able to open up and say, hey, like, I have this learning disability. Uh, it doesn't stop me from doing the work. It's just it's going to take me, you know, an extra couple minutes to actually do like a fancy email that's, you know, going to have all the whistles in it. Like, I'm not going to I'm not great at grammar. I'll tell you that. Nobody's but, great uh, at grammar. Come on now. Let's yeah. be honest. <laughs> But, you know, there's some people out there that are just really good at it. And that's where I try to learn from them. And um, I love, like, the people that were in my life during those times mm -hmm. where they were able to kind of say, you know what, let me help you out. Let me do this. And then I would look at the before and after and how they revamped it. And then, you know, it's it's really nice to see that there's people that actually care and then they want to see you succeed. Mm -hmm. But then there's the other side of just, like, there's that, you know, perception of you of, well, what do you mean? Like, how could you get this wrong? How can mm -hmm. you misspell that? And because they don't really understand and they don't know how to work with someone with a learning disability. Yeah, let's just call them the haters. That's it. They're just hating. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah, hey, yeah. Like, <laughs> everyone should always just take a couple of minutes, no matter what, uh, just to process it and reflect, and uh, that that makes it to a better whatever it is that you're doing anyway. Uh, taking that mm -hmm. quick moment, you know. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's let's get into it. Like you have a whole bunch of stuff, and you you pretty much do like everything, yeah. Pretty much everything, yeah. I, okay. I feel like I, okay, so let, let's stab it like a couple. Let okay. Now I was born '85, right? Music mm -hmm. is a it's a huge part of my life, and so much so that I have a band, and you know we we tour and we play and stuff on top of what I'm doing. However. What is the new song that you are jonesing for this year? What song what am song? I sorry? Yeah, what song are you like, oh man, that song is my jam? 
Oh my God, there's so many of them. See, I have like a huge um, Apple playlist okay. and I do have like songs from like years back since, you know, we had CDs and we were able to copy them onto our computer. Oh yeah, CDs. Um, and it's, it's, you know what? I listen to every genre. Like yeah. there's dance, there's house, there's reggaeton, there's salsa, there's 80s, 90s, like 2000s. It's whatever. I don't know. It's just, I don't have like one specific song. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of songs. Got it. But um, it's hard to say that. I know people ask me like, oh, what's what's that song that you jammed to? I'm like, I can jam to any song, right? <laughs> um, but I cannot. Like I tell you right now. You like cannot? It's it's a it's a weird thing. Specifically, the the music from this uh, era right now that's happening, mm -hmm. can't stand mm -hmm. it. I can't stand it. That's why I asked you. Is like is um anything that is of current? Because in my opinion, anything seventies to two thousands are all golden because it's so much genre all covered in one go. However, mm -hmm. in my opinion, music nowadays have have teetered off and it's all the same. Literally, if you just take a listen to it. And I'm getting like super technical, right? The producers <laughs> that everyone is using or whoever it is or whoever they're copying, right? It's yeah. all the same hits. It's all the same tone. Uh, thus happening, it's this, it's this monotonous same crap that's happening that I cannot stand. So like I don't even listen to radio like from this era. Like I, I don't, I don't listen to radio. I, I put on Spotify and listen to like old uh, old school rock classics pretty much like on a constant because there's there's a there's a whole thing that's happening back then that, that is not happening at this era mm -hmm. and it's really maddening and you know what i kind of now i understand where you're coming from because it's funny i had this conversation with my husband the other day and he's just like because he works with different groups like age groups and he's just like i can't believe this younger generation i'm like hey listen first of all you're a part of that millennial graph stuff, so don't go there. But what is what is your argument? He's just like, well, I'm I noticing these these guys who are 23, 22. They're just like listening to all this like current music, and I'm just like, what is this? Exactly. He's like it's always the same thing. It's like you know they say like four words and they repeat it five times, and then you have the same verse one, two, and three, and then mm -hmm. the same words again, and then it's just the same sound. And I'm just like, I never thought of that. You wouldn't so I'm think so. To the wrong yeah. station because, like, I have serious exams, and pretty much all I listen to is like BPM, which is House and Trend. Mm -hmm. And then there's um, the Pitbull Globalization Station, Channel 13. And then that's pretty much it. And then I flip through, obviously, my TV talk shows during the day, but Channel 109. And I'm just like, I'm not really listening to what you're talking about. Like, I guess because, you know, his coworkers um, listen to this rap and, whatever mumbling is yeah it's, apparently it's like, it's a new thing and i didn't know that it's so bad so, I, yeah and he was trying to explain to me i'm just like i guess i'm not listening to the right station to give you this argument <laughs> <laughs> it's just a it's a horrid I, I i don't like saying that word because all music is great right and it's mm -hmm. all it's all a matter of uh, perspective on who's listening to it however for the people that have lived uh, you know in two generations pretty much right i grew up in the 80s where um where my grandmother and you know my younger mother would uh like the first the first things that they uh, made me listen to was uh disco music and that to me is golden 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 yeah golden. i freaking love earth wind fire that's one of my favorite bands ever no matter if like you know when that thing comes on boom classic 
right? Everybody dances yeah. to it because it's such a good feely song. Nowadays, it's uh, I can't, I can't, I just it's so bad. And the other thing I must add on to this, even though I'm not listening to the music that everyone's kind of currently listening to, except for Ariana Grande Seven Rings, but she did steal some of someone else's like tune at the beginning mm-hmm. and but making 90 percent of the earnings and she's only making like apparently three after all the fees and all that stuff but she didn't know that um <laughs> correct i, I licensing is that, hard yeah <laughs> I um what, what i can say is that the younger generation are not appreciating well not all of them i can say all but there's like that little group that are not appreciating how music was evolved and revolutionized mm-hmm. because stuff from the 80s like for example like the 60s the 50s obviously we can go further back but mm-hmm. it helped develop those artists from the 80s and 90s and then the 90s carried on to the 2000s and mm-hmm. then obviously where we are 2019 is like this plateau so to say and a lot of the younger generation when they hear older songs and it's just like what the hell is this yeah they don't know they don't know they don't know they don't know instruments right and there's there's levels to it like like i mentioned if you let's take that ariana grande seven ring song right that um it's part of the christmas song pretty much right the the carol in the beginning and that's where she took that line from and then it skews over to what her chorus is the the little na 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 right yeah oh my good god i cannot stand it <laughs> i like it because it's catchy i cringe like, oh, i cringe okay. i get it i get it it's catchy all year round i get it everybody kind of bops to it i i bop to it but if you <laughs> listen to the words right and mm-hmm. that's where that's where i hard draw the line right there i'm like are you serious you're talking about just just whatever the heck that is and like throwing this on top of it to me that's a cop-out that's a straight cop-out you're not even making new music you're just taking like a complete something else adding one thing and then publishing because you can but how would i know i'm not i'm not her i'm not her team so what do i know Mm -hmm. yeah but you know that she's not making all the money right no no i know correct that is three (laughs) percent however Let's let's do some math, right? Let's All say right. let's say that thing plays uh, two million two million plays, okay? If she earns three percent, okay. Let's say she does I don't know five cents to every play at two mm-hmm. million plays. Yeah, it's still stagnant. That's still that's still a house that she's earning. Yeah. hundred percent you know what i'm saying and and it's and it's horrible it's bad but what are we gonna do i'm not not her i'm not her popular but you know we create with 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 instruments and that's what we do in our band but anyway let's move on you got someone's got to keep it alive yeah no we keep it up man we are doing the old school classic rock i a little chime into my uh to what kind of what my band is we i like to say we're like like 60% Foo Fighters, 20% ACDC, and then the rest are everything else. So like Black Keys, you know, Led Zeppelin, Jimi Hendrix. Because that's the type of music that I 
I really hone in and I love that stuff. And that's kind of the sound that we're going to go for. You know, I'm still bringing yeah. in the classics. That's awesome, though. Ah, it's getting there. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's such an integral part of me that I get really mad when people compare like the new stuff to like the oldies, the goodies, and they have no idea what they're talking about. That is true. I, I can agree with you with that. And that's true. Like, that's, I agree. Like, they, you know, got to do a little bit of research before you present your argument, say it's bad. Because mm -hmm. where did music come from? Years, 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 decades ago. Years, decades. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's, let's go on to another topic, if you don't mind. Um, so, so you made a podcast. You want to talk about your stuff. And how your kind of daily thing is almost like a vlog, right? But in a oh. audio format. Pretty do, much. Do you do any YouTube? No, I actually don't. So you just straight up, just straight up podcast. Just straight up podcast. YouTube, I think that's like too much time consuming for me to be honest. Got it. Um, because like I do work a full time job, right? I work, mm -hmm. you know, you're forty hours a week, and then I do the podcasting thing, and I meet up with my guests on the weekend when i'm not working so i feel like with the youtube stuff it's just i feel like it's a bit much uh, right now but mm -hmm. you never know you'll never know maybe in the, maybe in the future right maybe in the future you never know <laughs> okay so how about how about let's tackle one other big kind of like big thing in the people's lives reality tv there's a there's reality a whole there's a whole slew of them and there's a whole, <laughs> there's just like a plethora of these, right? We live in a, in a year where in a genre rather, and an era where um, social media and all forms of media can be consumed at such a rapid pace, you know, like Netflix, uh, Hulu, yeah. and then there's regular TV, there's movies, there's podcast, there's, there's literally a bajillion things you can consume at a daily basis. Mm -hmm. However talking about tv wise and this is going to be rough okay what okay. is your favorite show oh you're killing me how oh, about I'm my favorite you. i am killing you right now <laughs> we're gonna go to one show i'm gonna marie kondo uh, right now we're gonna marie kondo what your what your tv shows are you're gonna pick just one okay you know what mm. i'll tell you it's gonna be uh 90 day fiance really yes Okay. Why is that? Because it's like, I feel like, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> okay. The reason why I like it is because you got foreigners and then you got, I'm not going to say all Americans because it is American based, but it does happen in Canada. Mm -hmm. um, but we don't have a show for some reason, which I think they should. They should. <laughs> um, but it's like, it's like the perception versus the reality type thing. Okay because i feel like it's like my family back home they think you know canada the u.s is full of like you know riches and gold and you know like we have just the best life we don't hardly or we work a lot or we don't work a lot or we do work a lot we make so much money and we have all of this stuff mm -hmm. but the reality is some of us like for example they say canada to people to survive in the city of toronto people are working three to four jobs oh right? yeah 
and you know it's probably in the states as well depending on the state and i feel like they don't know what it takes for us to earn that dollar yeah they could be making a hundred dollars american a month mm-hmm. but they grow their own crops they have a little businesses where they make money they don't have like credit cards that they can take a loan off they yeah. actually live a better life than we do yeah well, some of us but you like, do you understand what i'm saying like they i do think, like they come here and it's like oh my god i get to have everything but yeah. they don't realize what it takes for us to get there because there's so many of us that are striving to become um successful and you know we all want to be happy and comfortable and they don't i feel like they don't understand that little bit of information yeah and i that's why i like about it because they come here and they're just like oh this is your house well excuse <laughs> me my house doesn't matter if it's like a 500 square feet bedroom or a 1200 square feet house mm-hmm. two-story with a separate garage but it's, it's still my your house, house. It's yeah what i could afford still you know your house correct so it's nice seeing that reality is perception and it's nice to see how like some of these characters i'm gonna say characters on okay. the show that okay. are all like oh well you know i'll give you the world if you come marry me and come to america and mm-hmm. all this other stuff but when they get here it's like they kind of lie to them yeah. saying that they do have money but they don't but then they don't realize that you know in these other countries their money goes our dollar goes further yeah right if i yeah. were to bring a hundred dollars back home for them it's like holy crap that's a, like a thousand bucks yeah for that and that's you know a lot so they don't realize that they really don't i mean i think so current... that's what i like about it because it's like they get into it they you know they fall in love and you know oh let me give you this let me give you that and, you know there's like they're throwing money at their face and gifts <laughs> and then when they come here it's like well am i just gonna stay home <laughs> <laughs> well buddy's gotta work or she's got do but if you're not gonna help out like obviously they can't because there's a long process to get a green card then that's when they're just like oh i'm so unhappy you don't hang out with me and this this, and that and it's just like come on guys buddy's gotta (laughs) work and she's gotta work to support you (laughs) it's like that house episode do you watch any house you know what i'm talking about which one house the the show house House? Mm mm-hmm no, I haven't watched that. What? <laughs> okay. All right. Look, listen. This is your homework, okay? I know we've only met today, but yeah. you need to go watch the entirety of House. Okay. Yeah. Is it in Canada? Is that another thing? I believe so. Yeah. I think reality he... shows? No, this one's actually... This one's not a reality show. This one's just a regular show. Okay. I think yeah. I've heard of it then. I believe so. It's a doctor show. And oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It revolves around that one guy. His name is Gregory House. And he diagnoses um, some really complicated, um, let's say, patients. And then just, mm-hmm. you know, kind of goes away with his life and all that. But in, <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that. In one of the episodes, I think I believe it was like season three or four. It's the same exact thing that you just mentioned right now. Where yeah. he had a wife that came from, I don't know, I think Slo- Slovenia or something. Just so you can get a green card, and then no, there's a whole deal, and blah blah blah. But yeah, that kind of remind me of a house episode, and you need to watch it. Okay, then I'm gonna watch it. Okay, I'm gonna I will link, try I'm to gonna watch link it to you. And I will report back to you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. Well, in terms of reality TV, I think the only one show that really matters, at least for me, and mm -hmm. it, it kind of bleeds into the U.S., right? Mm -hmm. I'm not a U.S. native. I came from the Philippines. Um, the most reality TV that mm -hmm. I've watched that I really, truly enjoyed, and they kind of stopped it. And I and here's why I said that. Um, Iron Chef back in the Philippines was huge, okay? And we're talking yeah. about this is, was like, this was before uh, Food Network kind of took it. It was it was mm -hmm. massive in in Asia because it was you know French cuisine, Chinese cuisine, Japanese cuisine, and they just kind of battle at it. And you kind of experience the heat. And this is aspiring, this is aspiring you know Casey, little Casey, uh, to be a chef when he was younger. That's why I love that show so much. And then it transformed into here. It was okay, but then mm -hmm. I found Chopped. And I think that for me, it's like the best reality TV ever. Iron Chef, eh? No, no, Chopped. Have you have you seen Chopped? I have. I like watching like the teenager chop show mm -hmm. because or the younger kids, and I'm just like, oh my god, they can cook like that. I'm like, I'm almost thirty, and I can't even <laughs> do that type of a creation. But I find the like, younger kids ones are more exciting for me. It's always exciting. It, it kind of yeah, makes me mad like, too. Wow, okay, you know this kid can make roast beef. That's amazing. Yeah, no, no, it, it it annoys me because one, when I was that age, I couldn't even you know do anything. But now they're making flambés and fillets and cutting it perfectly, and et cetera, et cetera. I wish I was that cool. Yeah. Yeah. But if you if you get a chance, watch Chop because like I think it's like season seventy now or some crap. It's always oh, a new wow. yeah, it just keeps going because there's drama in the kitchen, right? Whenever you put yeah. heat in people and then you apply pressure, meaning to complete plates within a certain amount of time, blah blah, using these ingredients, that mm -hmm. there's always gonna be drama and that's why chopped for me is like number one on all reality TVs. Ah, I see. Yeah. But how about uh, Chef Ramsey? Chef Ramsey also. You know, his uh what was it, a master class? Right, that's his reality TV show, and yeah. uh, the kids' version is what I was alluring to. Also, uh, those kids are just phenomenal, like phenomenal. Like if they were, if they were looking for positions, I would automatically hire them at my restaurant straight up. Be like, yes, oh. you can work for me, absolutely. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. They're so good. Man, the internet is rude. Yeah, for real. <laughs> like, yo, we were just like having a blast and then it just cut off. What is this? I know, man. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> They're trying to separate us, man. It's not cool. No, not cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just going to say, like, so in closing, uh, would you like to share with the listeners where they can find you, et cetera, et cetera? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm at Facebook and Instagram, a little bit of everything with me. Of course, you can find me on Anchor Podcast. Um, it's anchor.fm slash everything with Ange, A-N-G-E. Or you can just find me at my website at www.angevg.wix.com slash Angelica. And um, this was so much fun. I had a great time. Thank you so much. Um, you're you're doing amazing things too <laughs> gotta give the podcasters some love come on oh you know how it is we just do what we do exactly we just gotta voice it out you know 
it's a it's a good it's a good platform to just say what you need to say and then hopefully somebody in return will hear what you had to say and kind of processes it and maybe if they have a good day with it they have a good day you know and that's what exactly do it for. exactly and i do want to mention one thing if i'm if you're okay with please, that please, i got a please. new episode coming out tomorrow and it's with one of my great friends from um, high school it's been 13 years and we reconnected but it feels like you know it's been forever mm. like we've been hanging out it feels like that same vibe like we haven't even separated yeah and she has an amazing story about mental health and she started a foundation and if anyone out there who's just trying to seek help or is in a situation it's a two-part episode and we ditch it out like she really expresses her story and that's coming out tomorrow wow that's some good stuff would you mind uh, where can we find it does she have it's any gonna, links so it's going to be on the anchor.fm um podcast website everything with Ange a-n-g-e but um give it a couple of hours midday it's going to be on itunes it's going to be on spotify it's going to be it's everywhere gonna be you know the stitcher the breaker any podcast format and once again my podcast is at a little bit of everything with me and um i'm super excited i want the whole world to hear your story about mental health boom and that's it ladies and gentlemen again thank you so much uh we tune every thursday at 10 30 in the morning there's a chef's meal again thank you so much to a little bit of everything with me miss angelica thank you applause again with it thank you so much for this this was so much fun thank you so much have a good night thank you too out from toronto out